Rhinos, Topics, and Slashers, it's Pun Intensive. And welcome to Pun Intensive. We have a crew of folks that you have and have not heard before today. We have Don't Call Me Pickle Brian, Brian Oakley, the man best suited to build that metal slatted fence, Dave Wallace. Here comes DeBride, Arun DeBride. Add a quarter to his funds, Peter Henriks, and me, your AA Ron host, Aaron Faisal. We are going to start, as always, as is tradition, with Zinger of the Week, where we ask each of our panelists to share personal anecdotes and experiences in the world of workaday wordplay. The 2012 O. Henry Punslingers champion and member of Austin Chronicle's funniest comedy troupe in Austin, Master Pancake Theater, Dave Wallace. Thanks, Aaron. So I have two boys at home, uh, 18 and 14. Those aren't their names. They're very competitive, to say the least. And my oldest, he's the one that does a lot of the cooking in the house. And my youngest is starting to get involved, but he's there are certain things he's not allowed to do, primarily around the stove. I just don't trust him with fire. I, I don't know. Um, so he's asking me, why does Logan get to, uh, get to brown all the meat? And I was like, well, because he has skill at it. Skillet it. <laughs> Thank you. And a longtime pun off MC, one time punniest of show, and three time pun slingers winner, O. Henry pun off pun slinger topic guru. But I, I guess that's not correct. I am I am I am being non verbally so told that I, that is never not correct. Won. I've never won punniest of show. I got an MVP in punniest oh, of show. Oh, we had this discussion before. All right, so. I will readjust that real quickly. You know what? No, I won't. I'm, you just said it. So, Brian Oakley. <laughs> okay. What's your Zinger of the Week? <laughs> Zinger of the Week. I was reading about a museum that they're building to honor the Navajo linguist who contributed to secret communications during World War II. Mm -hmm. But, unfortunately, the opening was delayed. Apparently, it wasn't up to code. <laughs> uh, okay. And so, how would you like to be introduced? Just long-time punslinger competitor? Is two years a long time? Nope. <laughs> then punslinger competitor. All right. Punslinger competitor, Arun Debray. Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> Something like that. So my friend decided to go, to go vegetarian and to, to just give up hamburgers entirely and switch to veggie burgers. And I said, wow, is this a permanent thing? You know, what are you, what are you eating? And he said, oh, yeah, just tempeh, rarely. Mm. And professional magician, showrunner for a summer camp for kids, and an all-around great guy, Peter Henricks. And just a couple days ago, I was talking to my brother about how the stories that we were read when we were kids affected the rest of our lives. And both of us were brought up in, I mean, we were in the same family, so we're both brought up in a German family. And I happen to mention that all of the stories that we uh, were read were extremely grim. <laughs> brother. <laughs> and of course, there's me, an all-around great guy, dabbling in magic, tech support, elementary school teaching, and recently monikered O. Henry Punoff MC. I, I I was just thinking the other day, uh, long and hard, about a romance between Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees. 
It was slasher fiction. <laughs> no, no, I, I get it. It's slasher <laughs> fiction. Say it one more time. Let's slasher see. fiction. Nope, not any funnier. God. No, that's okay, though. Rats. Oh, rats. Okay. Okay. Rats. He's going down with the ship. <laughs> so I just find it odd that he was thinking long and hard about teenage... <laughs> anyway. Oh, boy, am I subtle. Now, our listeners know our panelists a little bit better. We're going to take a real quick break, but when we come back, we'll be discovering some songs that you didn't know you want to hear Welcome back. Our next game is known as What's on My Pod. Today we are sharing playlists. More than likely you have songs on your device that no one has ever heard about. So what is it called and what's it about? So for example, Willie Nelson's You Were Always on a Mine, a tribute to the world's unluckiest soldier, or Cindy Lauper's Girls Just Want to Have Puns, a song about women who date men who are constantly rolling their eyes. All right. How about Hello from the Other Slide, Adele's hit way back from the playground days? I've got uh, this one on my um, iPod, which is, it's uh, past tense for iPod. Anyway. Um, <laughs> iPody. There you go. So you Give Love a Bad Name. That's right. Everybody's favorite tennis song. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow, it'll be hard to match that. Agreed. Actually, as I was growing up in the 70s, there was a very popular tune by Casey and the Sunshine Band called Keep It Coming, Love. Good tune, catchy. I did not hear that. Because of my history of family relationships and their legal status, I truly thought until the age of 20 that Casey was singing Keep It Common Law. Actually, a sage bit of advice. There are tax advantages. In Texas, it works really well. <laughs> that, that reminds me, my dad was embarrassingly old, as I always say, uh, before he realized that the Beatles song, Can't Buy Me Love, wasn't Can't Bobby Run. Wow. It sounds like it. It's one of those things. Was he born and raised underwater? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or an inquiry regarding a British policeman's ability to sprint. Ah. Oh, I can't probably run. Ah, I love that. Now, I personally like a lot of the classic country music, especially that one song about the uh, awesome young kid who also had a, a girl. That was the cool miner's daughter. Thank you. <laughs> I always wondered why uh, children sing that song, Tinkle, Tinkle, Little Star, the song about uh, aging celebrities and incontinence. It just seems inappropriate for kids. <laughs> aging child celebrities. There we go, yes. <laughs> no, wait. <laughs> Another one that I misheard during the 70s was uh, the party anthem, Kiss. I'm going to rock and roll all night and party every day, right? I didn't hear that. I heard, I'm going to rock and roll all night and part of every day, which made sense to me because that's a sustainable model. <laughs> you can't keep up that level of intensity. So you rock and roll all night, go home, nutritious breakfast, catch a nap, and then part of every day. Wow. If you record that, I bet it'll be a sleeper hit. <laughs> uh, who else? There's a song I'd like to hear, the Star Spangled Banter, the song about the uh, celebrity version of Pun Intensive. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Nicely done. So you were talking about uh, country songs. I love country so, songs. Yes, I heard one which was complaining about the quality of those back roads out in the middle of nowhere. You know, crunchy roads, take me home. <laughs> ah, yes. 
John Denver. He never saw it coming. You know, I'm not all Too about soon. country music, really. I mean, I like some of the hip hop that the kids are listening to, <laughs> especially, <laughs> especially those uh, those pirate kids. They love that song, Bootylicious. <laughs> <laughs> I was once working at Magic Camp. We were doing paper bag puppets. And so I put a gold chain around my guy, and he was notorious B.A.G. Nice. The unknown puppet. I love it. <laughs> Should have added another chain. Then you could have been two rappers at once. Two chains. Oh, don't get it. <laughs> it's okay. The paper bag is already a rapper. Uh, th- that I got. <laughs> you realize, of course, when the uh, great rapper Shakur was killed, that his murderer failed. He was planning on just being a, oh. a two-pocket-day <laughs> smoker. Oh, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> My friend who's a rapper who actually he works as a very efficient bartender. He makes margaritas like no one else. You know, I think it, his, his secret is a two-pack shaker. You just missed it, folks. He did a double shake weight mime, which was pretty awesome. <laughs> right. Mike's can't see. Sorry. <laughs> someone told me that uh, 50 Cent used to be a cologne demonstrator in the mall. Oh. <laughs> I, think I've heard, I, I think I've heard some of his samples. Wow. <laughs> course, then there's that smash mouth hit about the Chinese food restaurant in outer space, Walking on the Sun. Hmm. Thank you. Mm. Probably should have not wrote that one down. <laughs> on space-themed parodies of smash mouth songs, there's, of course, All Stars. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, the sequel to that was a book revealing the somewhat awkward side of um, the Chinese uh, communist leader, the dork side of the moon. It's where I live and breathe. (laughs) Of course, then there are the very famous carpenters of the world, the all-stars. Thank you very much. And all, it's an old tool used for punching holes. So I heard this really nice, heartwarming song about, you know, learning to love people with diseases. You know, don't fear the leaper. (laughs) Hmm. Right. So thinking back to, thinking back to, you know, the 90s, maybe early 2000s. The Backstreet Boys kept changing their hair color, and so they released a single, Oops, I Died It Again. <laughs> Except, wait. Is that someone else? Yeah, sure yeah. was. <laughs> All right, let me back up. So, <laughs> Britney Spears. You're right. <laughs> All right, give me a second. I know, <laughs> we can recover that one. All right, so thinking back good. to this. Good thing good. for editing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this, this tells you how much I know about pop music, especially how much I knew about pop music when I was like seven. Christina Aguilera came out with a song to benefit those suffering from chronic constipation. Your booty's full. <laughs> the, the version for number one, I thought, was Can't Be Man. Calling back to uh, Arun's uh, pun from earlier, it's important to remember that Britney Spears, but Stevie Nicks. I think it's better the other way around. Stevie Nicks, but Britney Spears. And I'll let you handle the slash portion of that. Go. Slash? The slash. There's a slash? Well, uh, well, slash. well yeah, there's also Axel. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Exactly. <laughs> so there, there is the O. Henry Punoff next topic for uh, pun slingers, which is going to be the merging between weaponry and pop music. There we go. So the last time I went on a, you know, the last time I took a plane, the TSA had some words for me because I had too much luggage. Carry-ons, my wayward son. Carry-ons. That's the old, with with the vultures and the rotting armadillo. Would you like to check this luggage and the vultures respond? Carry-ons, my wayward son. 
I heard about a um, I know I know the artist this time that Taylor Swift decided to have a potluck contest. You know Taylor it. Swift? Bake it off. Not personally. Okay. No, no, no. Just I, I know who wrote this song. Unlike other times. Taylor Swift. That's where I need to go get my jacket redone. <laughs> nice. Taylor Swift also had a great song about an Arab leader who was also a stand-up comedian. Shake it's off, but uh, I don't know. It's just it's a work in progress. Yes, sir. <laughs> Going back to the intersection, as all we've been wanting to, regarding weaponry and <laughs> pop music. Wow, we're really we go. about this. Captain you're choosing, you're choosing your weapon to go after 80s pop stars here. I think I'm going to take the Cindy Loppers. Oh. He's been thinking about that one for a while, folks. Just kind of sitting. <laughs> Actually, I had been thinking about it, been brewing on it, but Jay's only response, it was not a brouhaha. So I heard in an effort to increase outreach from the sciences to, um, you know, to the general public, they're trying to uh, make several songs more scientifically accurate. So presenting, she double-blinded me with science. <laughs> I had a friend who, tr who took a boat trip uh, starting from London going to the sea. And I asked him how it was, and he said, oh, the Thames, they are a-changing. They are. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let's cool it with the Volga language. And finally, I heard that uh, Taylor Swift is in a contract to uh, cover the soundtrack for uh, Shrek 5 with the, uh, with the hit single, Shrek It Off. I think we've given uh, our listeners quite a bit to listen to. So let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we will have our Is It a Pun discussion. After this, our topic is Topics. Brian Oakley, Arun DeBry, Dave Wallace, Peter Henricks, and me, Aaron Faisal. Since we're coming a lot closer to the O. Henry pun off, I, well, first of all, I should, be, I should be clear. We are not a podcast for the O. Henry pun off. It's just that the Venn diagram is basically a circle. With that said, we are getting closer. I want to talk about some of the sausage making at the O. Henry Panoff. Specifically, we're very fortunate this episode to have Brian Oakley with us, who is, uh, I don't know, the self-appointed topic guru. How do you, how do you, how would you describe it? Self-appointed. Homegrown. See what I did there with that, gee. Uh, Pretty good. Uh, actually, I competed many moons ago, and my greatest contribution to the Panoff was retiring because we needed fresh people in there with new ideas and... So I started working on the topics. Previously, the topics numbered about 50 or so, and they were published. And it was, I wouldn't say easy, but it was fairly straightforward. You could look at 50 categories, topics, and anticipate what you might get in practice. Hmm. And so we decided to expand those into more. We actually needed about 130. Our goal is to have uh, about 32 topics, 33 topics every year give them a rest so that way they stay fairly fresh. But when it comes to topics, the best way to, if you're going to compete at the pun off is simply to get on the YouTuber. I've the heard of it. The, yeah. The potato place. The potato place. And view those and you'll see how what would seem to be fairly small category such as glass 
can go on for 15 minutes. Another one I like is units of measurement because it doesn't give anyone a particular advantage. For example, if your minor was in astronomy and you happen to get astronomy and astrology, when you go up to the stage, you have an inherent advantage. But something like units of measurement is the ability to think laterally and putting yourself in a position of how do we measure things? It could be seconds, it could be inches, it could be meters, it could be anything you could possibly fathom. What? <laughs> it's where true leadership is developed. People who watch the pun off online or attended will notice that the categories increase in anticipated difficulty as mm -hmm. the rounds progress. Uh, the first round we will have fast food. And Colors. probably about 200 cues easily could come to mind. Then it gets tighter. So the next round may have a more difficult level, which would be types of buildings. Oh, boy. <laughs> this, so uh, let's, hear, yeah. let's hear five. I don't have to make a pun, but just rattle off. Give me 10 cues or prompts on types of building. Shack. Apartment. High rise. A teepee. House. house. Dormitory. Latrine. <laughs> A library. Suite. Skyscraper. Apartment complex. Train station. Monument. And this is where it gets a little dicey. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Someone say, no, a monument, because it's just a statue. No, no. But there are monuments, such as the Statue of Liberty and the Washington Monument, right. in which you can go inside. And this is where the pun-off also becomes... We have to do a little fine parsing and slicing, dicing on the spot, on stage, in front of cameras with a thousand people there and two people who are working hard to decipher at that moment, is, the, is a monument really a type of building to be accepted? Last year was the first time I ever emceed and the I, I, I like the MC in training, right? So, so mm -hmm. and, and that's the way it usually is. One of the, one of the two people on stage is kind of the, the main person. And for some reason, the other MC just walked off the stage and I was by myself. <laughs> Good luck, Aaron. It does happen. Because you can only pun part of every day. <laughs> and uh, Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go right now. He felt the MC-ness inside him. <laughs> well, MC, oh, we have to appreciate that. The MC-ness inside him. <laughs> he, he was the MCU later. Yeah. Right. <laughs> nice. So, so there was one person around the table who was on stage with me was Dave. And I brought this up before. The topic was famous vehicles, right? Yes. yes. Famous vehicles. Mm -hmm. so there's lots of room in that one. We got into naming all of the Transformers. And as the MC, <laughs> I didn't approve of that. I, I didn't see that as being on topic enough they're all famous, famous vehicles. vehicles. I'm still going to argue this point with you. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, and, and, and I have well, to say, only vehicles half the time. I felt I felt very very justified in that. Uh, my wife did not agree with me later. <laughs> <laughs> Proof that you were right. <laughs> I actually happened to watch that the other day. I was hoping this would come up, and we didn't get too terribly far into it. You said jazz, yeah. which I'm not a big Transformers person, and and I and I didn't. Here was the problem. I knew I wouldn't know if they were right. You know? Oh, so that, the truth comes that, out. And that, and that is a really good point. Now, when you said they went off into the Transformers, we ask ourselves on stage, how, how deep is this rabbit hole? Are there 50? Or are they going to hit right, 10 and right. stop, let it run its course, and then we'll get them back on track? Yeah, and I, I'm, I'm only half kidding about I didn't know what they were, but but... 
I felt like there's going to be a hundred of them. So right. afterwards, uh, regarding your wife, were you able to transform her opinion? <laughs> Never. <laughs> not, not a pun. <laughs> and one of the beauties of the one of the beauties of the pun off is there of the thousand people watching. 75 of them know all the Transformers and two that are in production. (laughs) (laughs) And they will let you know. One last question. Uh, Are are there any topics that seemed brilliant and turned out to be a disaster? And by disaster, I don't mean the two contestants up there couldn't think of any cues. Oh, yes. I will present one from a cultural standpoint, a bit confusing, that has been retired. For many years, when the official 50 categories was Native Americans and Aboriginals. One of the challenges we've had throughout the years is being culturally sensitive, and we would say Native Americans, and people would make puns on tribes, equipment, Mm -hmm. things like that. Brought that up a few years ago and pretty much got booed down. We used it briefly and retired. Next one, grammar and punctuation. I thought this was going to be a great, well, the English minor inside me, Thought it'd be a really good idea to have grammar and punctuation. Well, that's simple because you've got the comma, you've got the semicolon, you've got the period, you've got oh, the asterisk, no. gullies. And if you get stumped, just imagine a keyboard and you've got all the punctuation there in front of you. That went down in flames so much so that one of the other judges, Steve Brooks, took it. He couldn't tear it apart because it's pretty thick. <laughs> so he just threw it into the audience. What, what it, was wrong with grammar? You didn't, t- yeah, you didn't yeah, say yeah, what went punctuation. wrong. I still don't know. I don't know. It was intensely disliked, and oh. we have enough categories we didn't revisit it. The final one is my horrible, and I was warned against it, ill-advised topic of numerical phrases. Just <laughs> wrap your head about that. I don't wow. drink much. There's no... But I want puns on, on things like... It takes one to no one because that's a numerical phrase. Oh, or stitch in time saves nine. Okay. Or three's company. Or Baker's third dozen. wheel. It was yeah. terrible and painful. <laughs> and Jersey Wizardowski in his podcast was so kind. He referred to it very generously as brain soup. Brain soup. Brain soup. Was it terrible because people didn't come up with anything? And if they they didn't understand the category, Uh, I didn't understand the category. Yeah. And and so um, that was that. We'll cover this at another time. This is a pivotal point when we decide to change the final category to to something else. All right. Dave has a list of (laughs) categories he would like to see revisited or thrown out. What do you got? Honestly, I just have two. First, of course, is documents documents was introduced i want to say five to six years ago and it went over like a lead balloon because people were just they didn't know they didn't understand they could think of three off the top of their head and that was as deep as it went what they were thinking at at the level they were thinking so you know you think magna carta declaration of independence Mm -hmm. right those are famous documents however documents themselves go much deeper than that you get into your they could do yeah exactly a pdf file a PDF file. I-9, W-2. One of the favorite crowd-pleasing categories is celebrity questions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. use the word celebrity, it means people you know. Wait, but it's a short questions? card. Yes. I is, remember, ta- is Taylor Swift? Oh, yeah. Oh, mm. Is Stephen King? Yeah, so Ben Zeke and I went head-to-head on that in the oh, final that round. And it yeah. is... And, and, it, and it, was, it was... Talk about a crowd-pleaser. Yeah, It really was. And the creativity of these guys, was, it may have been you, Dave, 
we're talking about a famous comedian who had a sweet potato patch and he um, gave it to his heirs. And Will the question Robin, was... Will Robin Williams? Will Robin Williams! <laughs> <laughs> and this is when our goal, we, one of our goals was to create this West world. Um, and we have raised a level of competition over the last 10 years to an unbelievably high level that mm. you can have a seemingly obscure category and you have two, three, four, five guys really be able to pound it and come up with a hundred cues on stage and make it fast and make it funny and not reuse anything. Gotcha. The other one I was talking about wasn't necessarily a specific topic, but more of a genre of topics that we get. We are really focused on being more inclusive of all people, all walks of lives. And what we've seen is a lot of very gender specific Topics, so it's definitely a challenge for any kind of new topic. It has to kind of keep in mind that there are specific things that are much more generalized for men, for women, for uh, LGBTQ community. I mean, whatever. I agree. One of the challenges we face is when you pun, you don't do compete in pun slingers effectively. There are a lot of skill sets you need to have. So, one is you mentioned run to know a little bit. A little bit of everything. So right. one thing I'm really bad at is celebrity names. If I get celebrity questions, it's going to be mm -hmm. a bad time. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, if I want to win, it's my responsibility to know enough celebrities that I can do this. <laughs> I remember several years ago, the topic was World War II, which is a huge category. One of the competitors who did not do well in that category was female, and she felt that that was not gender inclusive. Mm -hmm. And I've been ro Why would that mean? I did not see that coming. Now, on the side note, I saw something marvelous a few years ago when we were talking about, I forget what it was, a brief category perhaps. It was not power, it was power tools. And somebody oh. went into curling iron oh. and hair rollers, which I thought was nice. Really? Yes. 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 It's exactly. a tool that uses power. That's yes. awesome. <laughs> exactly. If you don't mind my saying, your passion for the topic of topics <laughs> is so entertaining to me. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> what a topic to pick. <laughs> All right. So we are going to practice what we pee. We're going to practice what we pee. <laughs> You're <laughs> in for trouble. <laughs> uh, when we come back, we're going to practice what we preach. We're going to play a round of pun slingers. Welcome back. We are going to play the pun slingers. Um, now, typically, pun slingers is played with just two people going back and forth. In this case, we're going to have two teams. We're going to have Peter and Arun on one team, and we're going to have Dave and Brian on the other. The more important question is, what is the topic going to be? The topic is... Male names. <laughs> Maybe well, not. <laughs> no, I'm just going to drop the mic right now. Well, this is going to Peter out very quickly. <laughs> yeah, I think this contest is rigged. I find the very selection of topic appalling. I'm going to crisscross it right off my list. Yeah, yeah you, it sounds like you think it's only lukewarm. Actually, it's 12 Degrees Kevin. <laughs> Which one of us gets top billing? <laughs> Me. When the famous cowboy actor got tired, uh, I was asked the question, does John Wayne 
<laughs> See what we're doing here. Wait a minute. <laughs> if he does get tired, maybe he needs a nice cup of Joe. We're going to wade through this topic. Some of these are starting to sound all the same. <laughs> I like that. Wow, sounds like you're fed up with it. Isn't that what the, the barkeeper in the Moss Isley Cantina saw when the droids walk in? He says, Ick, Abad. Wait, Ick, Abad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought of a good pun, but I decided to chuck it. <laughs> right on, Tom. I'm trying to decide between these two identical donkeys, but you know, same mule. Uh, it's a, you know, not- I know. Before you send the emails, donkeys <laughs> and mules are not the same. Uh, by the way, when you send emails, send emails to episode 10 at punintensive.com. <laughs> and also, a- Brian's <laughs> email. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think confusing donkeys and mules is an error on your part. By the way, did I don the right apparel for today? No. When they took the blindfold off the race, it's the clan C's. Oh, <laughs> wow, all of you guys are such smart, Alex. When it comes to hair, I love Brayden. I went to the Library of Congress to try to look at the famous uh, written works of the um, famous orator Darrow, but they wouldn't give me clearance. <laughs> this whole thing is starting to wane. Roger that. <laughs> Some people prefer the letter C, but I dig B. I think we're going to be the victor. I think we're going to Dwayne the Swamp. Is it my Carl? <laughs> My friend Theodore's comedy style is uh, Ted Pan. After the podcast is over, I was wondering if we could watch uh, the movie Trading Places. Do we have more time or Mortimer? Mortimer. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'll accept it. Oh, oh you are going to be good. <laughs> Did I mention it was my birthday? A birthday. Good. If you don't like the pun, you'll just have to grin and bear it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not fair if you're just hating on it. I about to come up with something funny, but I, I, I just can't. <laughs> Son of a Mitch. <laughs> now look at that. He's writing down cues. I know. Brace yourself. If a talisman doesn't work, perhaps a rune will. Yeah, it was my number, it, it's my number one trick to win these kinds of things. You know, one of the topics we actually have in the pun off is uh, Edgar. Headgear. Hmm. God, it was so much funnier when it was not allowed. <laughs> so much funnier in oh. everyone else's head. Oh, uh, my, my brain is starting to hurt. <laughs> if you need instructions on how to deliver a pun, you should read the manual. <laughs> hip, hip, Jorge. <laughs> that was great. Let's Javier another. Ha. But don't bore us. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad you said that. This thing is kind of rexing me. You think we're queso, but we are cheese. <laughs> hey, Zeus, can you send out another lightning bolt? Oh, nice. Juan and two chance to get that joke. <laughs> Do you want to say that again? No, no, that's right. No, I, I, I'm just asking myself, what can I think of another? Oh, good. My friend suggested I, we watch Airplane. I was like, well, Leslie, when it's on. You left your mark on that joke. 
Can anyone do a pun on Pat? That wasn't a, that wasn't a pun. I'm I'm asking. If I could it's, do it, would be a Patrick. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, we've got this down pat. Only if you did it three times. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick, Patrick. Beetlejuice, what? <laughs> Some people don't don't think he can do it, but I think he can. Keegan, think he can. Think Keegan. Wow. I know it was a tough one. What kind of fish you caught and how many? Sea bass, ten. Welcome, Bach. Uh-huh. I, uh, but that's not a first. Yeah, thing. I was to say that's it. That's whoa, whoa, I'm sorry. What was the category? Male, Male names. names. Oh. Not first names. It was not specified. Yeah, okay. No, that's fair. No, honestly, I would totally call him on that. <laughs> <laughs> but Sebastian Bach. Ah, <laughs> oh, you caught me. <laughs> Don't complain about being attacked by this wolf gang. All right, I think that is a terrific place to end <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> when we come back, if you're not sure how to buy the perfect gift, you can find out the only things you ever need to know about that. Before we go, we're going to plug a handful of things. Of course, the world-famous O. Henry pun-off will be happening in 2019 on May 11th. So want people to go to punintensive.com. They can also go to facebook.com slash punintensive and pretty much all those other social medias. If you are interested in doing some punning games on Facebook, you can go to facebook.com slash puny page. That is spelled P-U-N-Y-P-A-G-E. Does anybody else have a personal plug they want to get? If you're a fan of the mystery science theater genre of comedy, then I can only recommend Master Pancake Theater, Austin's premier uh, comedy troupe, where we make fun of movies live in front of you at the Alamo Drift, uh, Alamo Drift <laughs> at the Alamo Draft House, <laughs> typically at the Ritz. Uh, but you can check us out online on Facebook, and of course, um, look on Alamo's website. And you can find local listings and times. Well, and I'm glad to hear that. I heard that the uh, the Drift House was having trouble staying afloat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are heading out, but before we do, we want you to get some sage advice from our panelists. Uh, if you've ever received a dumb gift, it's because you haven't listened to our panelists' advice, and I'll going to tell you everything that is important to now to know oh <laughs> damn you autocorrect <laughs> everything that is important to know <laughs> when selecting one so let's uh, go around the table and get some advice Arun Debray. my advice is uh, be careful when shopping online it's you know I, I personally I can't window shop online because I have a Mac and Peter Henricks. Um, I would think it's a good idea not to mail presents. I don't like to mail them because you can't present a present that's been pre-sent. As a matter of fact, it's best to present presents in their presence. <laughs> uh, awesome. And, and uh, Dave Wallace. Yeah, if somebody ever gives you a reincarnated bird as a gift, you should return it. And Brian Oakley. With the advances in cloning, now you're able to give a friend, a family member, uh, a unique gift, uh, a cross-breeding of animals, for example. You can simply ship them a rhinoceros and elephant. Now, how you get to package it? Elephino. And I'm Aaron Faisal. I'm your host, and I'm signing off with a catchphrase. See you in a week. <laughs>